Hello everyone. Yesterday, we discussed on the history of microfinance. But today, we will tell you about the history of microfinance in India. Indian microfinance can be chronologically classified into four phases. Phase 1 is from 1900s to 1969s known as the cooperative movement. Phase 2 is 1969 to 1991. This phase is considered as the state driven through national banks and emergence of NGOs. Phase 3 is from 1992 to 2000. In this phase, we will discuss about the SHG's bank linkage program and growth of NGO MFIs. Phase 4 is from the year 2000 onwards which is known as the commercialization of microfinance. The history of microfinance in India will be told in two episodes. First segment will be discussed today, and the second segment will be discussed in the next episode. So, let's get started. Early 1900s to 1969s, credit cooperatives was an early phase in India, and dominated as an institution in provision of microfinance services. This phase began with passing of Cooperative Societies Act 1904, to extend credit services in Indian villages under government sponsorship. The Rural Credit Cooperatives in India was established by British government, to providing them credit and other financial services. However, it was not much effective till independence and until, when credit cooperatives were chosen by the government as an institutional mechanism, for delivering credit to the farm sector. Post-independence, credit cooperatives were only source of credit to farmers because of very low presence of commercial bank in the rural areas. All commercial banks were in the private sector and political insistent. In such a situation, cooperatives were the only option for credit penetration in remote areas. In terms of finance policy, the approach was supply-driven with provision of subsidized credit, through state-controlled or directed institutions to rural population. All India Rural Credit Survey in 1947 brought out that only 3% of the total borrowing of the cultivators was being met through the cooperatives. It also revealed that the share of institutional agencies, comprising the government, the cooperatives and the commercial banks, in financing the borrowings of rural household was only 7.3%, while private money lenders which was as high as 68.6%. The credit cooperatives were facing stress asset due to bad repayment that made credit cooperatives failed. This phase of credit cooperatives made fundamental changes in microfinance. The nationalization of banks in 1969 along with a strong political emphasis towards poverty eradication, led to a new rural finance policy that was directed at reducing the lending imbalances in particular sectors. This new policy resulted in among other things for establishment of regional rural banks, RRBs, and adoption of priority sector lending by banks under direct specifications of the Reserve Bank of India. A decade later, rural financial delivery got further boost in 1980-81 with the government-sponsored Integrated Rural Development Program, IRDP, under which loans of less than 15,000 rupees were given to poor. In 20 years since its implementation, the financial assistance of approximately 250 billion rupees was provided to roughly 550 lakh families. However, underneath such aggregated figures, 
at the ground level IRDP led to large-scale misuse of credit. This created a negative perception about the credibility of the micro-borrowers among bankers further hindering access to banking services for the low-income people. In addition to the state-led large-scale program, some civil society and organizations successfully experimented with microfinance models that were more appropriate for the needs of poor households. Some prominent examples of this are Seva Bank in Ahmedabad, Annapurna Mahila Mandal in Mumbai, and Working Women's Forum in Chennai. The first self-help groups also known as SHGs, started emerging in the country in 1980s as a result of NGO activities such as Merada. In 1984-85 Merada started linking SHGs to banks, when the SHG's credit needs increased and the groups grew large enough for the bank to have transactions with. SHG's idea was taken up on a large scale later by NABAD scaling up Indian microfinance to new heights. Our first segment of this episode is over. We will tell the rest of the history in next episode. Stay tuned with us.